Hello. 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 Test. 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 Green. Green is Joe. Boom. Yellow yeah. Yeah. Boom. Floppy. Right, well, good. Boom. Boom. Floppy. Floppy. Right, intro. Fucking dinner. All right. Ooh. How's that? Oh, you're gonna die. Oh, wow. Can we just drink this? Oh my take God. Take a sip. Ooh. I'm gonna take a sip. That could be dangerous. That's a good ship. Okay, what am I setting? What are you setting? It's up not for? liquid ass. It's not liquid ass. It's not you liquid ass. We don't offer goldfish oh, at CFS, so do they? <laughs> Have a sense of humor. Good laugh does more for the stomach muscles than five minutes setting up exercises. Guys, <laughs> I better not get fired for this. Rick Wilson. The most entertaining and offensive show around. Out of the Baldwinsville CrossFit Studios than the average Joe's Entertainment Complex. It's bourbon and barbells. All right, episode 24. Another huge episode with a special <laughs> guest. Here he is. Jason Newman. Jason Newman's in the house. He's multi he's, he's got three personalities. Which one do we get today? <laughs> <laughs> which one which one do you talk about therapy wow. today? <laughs> Therapy's on Thursdays. Oh, sorry. sorry. He has feelings, you know. Thir- but, um, today was pretty Thursdays. bad. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, we got uh, Joe Altier in the house. Hi. Finally. He was like the first guy I thought of when we first started this podcast, and he's got such a busy schedule, like singing to, you know, you five people at home. Um, do, five? Do, do, no. a, do a no. piano man and... Um, no, no, no. Oh. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I mean, this, I what, was... week, week 24, and this is the first time we got Joe in here. We've been looking for... First week we tried to get him. Second week, no, now it's twenty-four. <laughs> hey, he's here. I wanted you guys to work out the kinks. <laughs> I don't know what that's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have been here for the. Rot- so you heard me puking in the intro. That was uh, we had a rotten fish segment that we had to smell rotten fish. That Swedish fish challenge <laughs> yeah. that was around. Did you? No. I've done enough of those when I when I was on K Rock and I did uh, all, so many of like the hot pepper challenges uh, and the this the much hot worse. chocolate and the we Cody and I ate a. Um, Oh, a tarantula. Oh, what? you did not. Yeah, oh, like a chocolate-coated tarantula? No, oh. just a tarantula freeze-dried. Oh, holy crap. But it tastes like nothing, right? It tasted like um, leaves. <laughs> leaves. <laughs> well, the last time I ate leaves was a long time ago. But, um, but so the, we got to start the, every episode off. Let's go with... Uh, you and they say, you're not part of the turbo team! Don't run! Here we go. Here we go. To get us all primed and ready to go. Yeah, is, is, it, is it the new one? It's, uh, is it a floated? Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Oh, Joe, there here you go. Woo! How was it? I call it the Ric Flair. Dude, I've done it before, so I know. <laughs> it hits just right. Where are you that fan back on? <laughs> I'm, I'm dying in here. Well, so right. You went for another. Yeah. Wow. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. He loves it. Yes. He has done a school bus with him. He's like, all right, kids, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys want to go to New York City? Let's go to New York City. It's not a band song. Oh, on school buses? No. Yeah. It's ammonia. It's just ammonia. <laughs> yes. Not so, Daddy, the bus driver was doing a But, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> what, what, you know, once, again, once again, the cameras weren't rolling. And, Newman, you were saying that um, 
Why do women get to vote? They can't. They don't. They don't pee when they stand up. <laughs> Never said. That. You did say that. Yeah. You were just talking Please. to Joe about that. Please direct all male directed to Joe Haney. <laughs> <laughs> At P.O. Box. Yeah. At P.O. Box. But, um, uh, so since we knew uh, Joe was coming in, we figured we'd make a commercial for him. Okay. And, uh, I got to hear this. Are, no. are you looking to impress that soul-sucking hole sitting next to you on the couch? This Valentine's Day, Joe Alter's Valentine's keyboard extravaganza will save the day. Fresh off his I Conquered the UK and All I Got Was Gingivitis of the Dick tour, he will serenade your lovely bride with your wedding song as long as it's Elton John or pre-94 Billy Joel. Joe accepts cash, then more. Applebee gift cards. Make sure you catch him next week. At the ground round in Messina, New York. <laughs> All right, yeah. So is there still a ground round up there? Yeah. I don't know. Because if there is, I'm going. I love ground round. Oh, my God. There I thought that go, was... Listen, listen, my, my parents, like, we never went out to eat when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, we lived out in something square, and we didn't... I mean, if we went to, like, you know, the diner, that was a big thing. We didn't have a restaurant. So you're a social square boy. You, yeah, yeah. You, you played football. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. You're a Redmond. Yeah. I was a Redmond, but... We every once in a while we ended up at ground round. Well, you <laughs> pay, thought it was like pay what you weigh, pay what you weigh. But I thought it was like fancy because you walked in and they had the, like the pictures of the steak and like. Uh, and then yeah. you got older, you're like, wait a minute, this is a cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> We're at a cafeteria. Yeah. But, ground oh round. Yeah, it was pay if you're, what kids paid what they weighed. Pay right? what they weighed. There, yeah. there was a big. Well, I was a fat kid, so my parents were like, no, nope, no ground round for you. There was a centipede <laughs> video game machine yeah. and the scale. Oh my god, I love centipede or millipede, whatever yeah. it was. Oh centipede. My god, centipede. I loved it. Oh my yeah. god. And the old so, Pizza Huts that had the Pac-Man, the lay down Pac-Man. Oh, the cocktail table. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Those cocktail table games. I Those are great. That's my favorite. Yeah, so we're very honored to have Joe finally in here. Um, just so you don't get it right off the bat. He is here next uh, weekend. Average Joe's on Thursday, 6 to 9. 6 yes. to 9. He's here, six a shit. Nine. He's here a ton next year. Yeah, <laughs> every six like, weeks. I was like, Joe, I'll give you 22 dates if you get on the podcast. So. <laughs> no, it was just, it was just <laughs> man, like, I like to lock in all the stuff that I, I like. Well, last, it was so weird because coming out of the pandemic, I was like, I was doing so well online that I didn't know how many shows I would, I had to try to balance because I was still making, even when everything came back, I was still making good money online. And, but eventually that really tailed so off. You want, let's tap into that a little bit. You were one of the first ones that figured out a way, like during COVID, obviously so many places, and you came up with this thing. You were playing almost every night, right? And people yeah. would kind of give you tips. like yeah. you well, when, it was, when it was really locked down, and I, the platform was Twitch, and we were using it on K-Rock for like a year. And I was like, well, maybe I should do this once in a while and make a little bit of money. But then when everything hit, I was like, all right, well, I don't have any gigs. And I watched like some other people making money on there. I'm like, I think I could do this. Did yeah. you did you freak out when this when this all happened? Like, no, oh, dude, a I, big part of your money. Like, there was, <laughs> it was all my money. bars, like musicians and bars. Basically, yeah. got. I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. And I saw the writing on the wall, like probably two weeks before. Every, and everyone's like, No, it'll be all right. You know, we'll, we'll just scale it down. And I'm like, the No, <laughs> I'm like, I have a feeling this is gonna be like something gonna happen and i kept telling some of the other musicians and England, and that's when i went and i bought a camera and i bought some of the stuff that i needed because one the pandemic really did hit and then these musicians wanted to find you couldn't get cameras you couldn't get the equipment it was taking weeks oh really yeah 
So, I mean, I did that. And, I and just, it was immediate, so, too. It was like with gym equipment. Just jacked yeah, up right It happens. So, yeah, because everyone built home gyms, and they're like, yeah, yeah. we work out at home. And, the, the, yeah, the and, now and now everyone's, you can buy a Peloton for next to nothing yeah. now. Like, everyone is waiting well, months. Well, yeah, that's what people are like, yeah, let's go to a CrossFit gym. We'll probably be able to get used equipment. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Joe, you want to go to Virginia? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, one of my friends actually had an old shitty butt, like, bench and old crappy rusty weights. And this, everything was like... It was just piecemeal. Nothing made sense. Some guy showed up at his house. Some big weightlifter showed up at his house. Gave him three grand for the junk. It was just junk. He's like, I just made three grand on this guy. That's how badly he wanted this equipment just to work out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess cameras and tripods, you know. I didn't know, you were, I didn't know, your, friends were, I didn't know your friends were Eric Scott, but okay. Oh, <laughs> he just had a grill for sale on his Facebook page. <laughs> he took it down with 50 to 30 bucks. I asked for it, but he said no. I said I'd give him 10 bucks. I tried by his mom's house and pick it up, and he said no. It was okay. She didn't want to sell it. <laughs> That's messed up. I didn't say that, Eric. And your girlfriend's super hot. <laughs> no, no. Cover your face. Let's tap right into this. Who wants to go first? Ben's got the cross. Let's go CrossFit. Yeah. Let's go CrossFit. Yeah, we we touched on the music thing for a minute. Like, so you're you've been doing CrossFit now for how long? Uh, well, I started doing it in 2012, and I did it for like a year, and that mm. was like when everything really started. Was that at um, over there by Spaghetti Warehouse at Salt City yeah, CrossFit? Yeah, yeah, Salt City CrossFit. And at the time, it wasn't even they weren't even affiliated yet, and that's where I started, and that's where I was like introduced to CrossFit. And the reason I got introduced is my ex-wife worked. Uh, to Nelly Xavier and Brett Xavier was partner. He was like the owner of that gym. And he said to me, he's like, hey, I'll just, why don't you go up and work out and let me know what you think. And I walked in and the first day, I'm like, all right, well, we're going to do, and then he's like, we're going <laughs> to, the owner, the other, the guy, main guy, Jason, he's like, we're going to do Fran today. I'm like, I don't know what the hell Fran is. It looks good. You know, and I did that and I'm like, and I started going and, and whoa, man. Like, well, what, yeah, no, like no one. Well, nope. knew then. Well, back then in 2012, right, it was like a grenade went off in the room. And yeah. Everybody just fucking dove on it. And dove on it. And that's why I started. I did it for a year, and then I had a daughter, and my business got busy. And life was, you know, when you have a kid, everything kind of changes. But everything. I came back to CrossFit after, you know, I was going through divorce. I had gained a bunch of weight. And I was an, I was an athlete my whole life. I played college football and all that stuff. But I was just like, I didn't. I didn't know I needed something to get Well, me when out I had it. my old bar, which was back in, well, it was around 2000, it was late 2000s, and you just started, like, it was after, it must have been right after Brandon Sand, but you were like, I saw you walk, because I was like, yeah, see this Just Joe, that he used to be in that, that national band, and I was like, yeah. and you were like, what, 300? I was close. I was at one point, my heaviest I got, like, was 285. Yeah, but, wow. but I, I got, I wanted to get back into it, and a good friend of mine. Did, you're, did you have the daughter have anything to do with that? Are you thinking, like, your health wise? Oh, absolutely. It, oh, yeah. Like, almost majority of it was my daughter, that, and it just, like, mentally, I missed working out, you yeah. know? I mean, you're an athlete, you were an athlete your whole life. Well, I, I know think what it's that's like, why what athletes. Does. Go towards CrossFit because yeah, it, it, cause it is a competition. No, there's that. There, the especially if you played a sports team like you know, for guys, if you played football or lacrosse or soccer, or even stuff like that, yeah. it has that camaraderie and stuff like that. So I came back to it in 2017. I just like I had enough. My mental health was in the shit, shitter. Everything was like I'm, everything in my life was kind of upside down. And my good friend was like, "Man, when well, you should come back to CrossFit." And at the time, I thought he was at another CrossFit gym. And I'm like, I don't really want to go to that one. And he's like, no, I'm at CrossFit Syracuse. Why don't you come in? And, you know, and I went in. I'm like, all right. And he's like, come in tomorrow. I'm like, well, I'm not. He's like, no, come in tomorrow. 
And I walked in, and that, and then everything changed. You know. Well, isn't that weird? It's here. Some people, it's like immediate addiction. Like, oh my god, I yeah. love like. This. Well, I knew what it was like back then, but it had been refined by the time twenty seventeen came around. It was definitely shoe shined. Right, it had been shined up, and 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 you, you, you know, anyone could say this. Like, man, the the coaching staff that I have over there is like, you know, you're getting some of the best of the best. They, they you know, when all the other CrossFit gyms closed down for a while. You know, we're gonna. There was all of them, and then there was like. Well, there used to be at one point. You know more. Like how many? At one point, there, there was like fourteen. 10. There was a lot, 14. but then when they all closed down, like they cherry picked all the coaches out of there, and they ended up where where I am. So, um, but we we did. I liked it. And I did get offered a personal training position over there. I it, just, I just it, said, oh, at Syracuse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I got into that, and then I did that for like three or four months, and I'm like, I'm not losing any weight. I'm, you know, what am I doing? And then I met my friend Ed Tonike. Who uh, was it's a coach? Funny you mentioned him. He's awesome. And and Ed, Ed now runs Ultimate Health and Fitness and Performance and trains you know um, not CrossFit athletes but it's like triathletes and stuff like that. And he's like, well, I do nutrition. I have a I'm, I'm I have a master's. And then he taught me, and then I dove into the nutrition, and that was the so. Can, so I don't know if you know. So me, me and Newman are doing that his challenge. Yeah, yeah. It's and I heard awesome. somebody else is doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, but, oh, you're doing it. It's, well, you're it's, doing it. Here's the thing. I've done this for six years, so like what you guys are going through is a little bit different. When I'm well, so here's the thing. Was like, yeah, Joe wanted to look good on stage for brand, brand new Cincinnati. Yeah, Union, of so I, I got him. I got him uh, down a little bit. But it's just it's literally like this is a complete life change. I just I'm I'm tr- doing all these changes in my life. I've been doing it for the last year and a half. But this is the the first week of this like learning how to put my foods together. Which yeah. I haven't really taken. I haven't really paid attention to that at all for years. Ever. Ever. You're right. Now, now I'm like trying to use my phone to see what I can eat. And I'm like, am I eating enough? Am I not eating enough? What, what can I? And then, then you could put it in yourself and like, is it too much? Is it not it's enough? An, it's eye opening to really see one, how much you can overeat or two, how much you can undereat or how skewed like you're like, wow, I, you know. But they eat. both play the same role. Like if you undereat, your body will store fat. Absolutely. If you overeat, your body will store fat. So there's that balance. Right. There is. And he got to where he's at just by us giving him generic. Yeah, look at those arms. Right. We talked about look at those arms. I just already talked about it. We were talking about his support group. Look at those arms, those, <laughs> those spaghetti noodles. Check them out. Guess what? I don't care. I'm gonna pose. You know what? what you look like they're it, a mere shadow compared to those leg muscles. I'm gonna be honest with you. You should feel my legs. Feel my legs. But, but I will say this. Let's go back a year and a half oh, because okay. I was a fat slob, and guess what? That's what it was. I've got to now build myself up because I'll tell you one year from that's this what we're day, here for. We're yeah. here to help build you up. You've built you're, me up mentally all day today. You're in the next phase, man. You're a constant learning. Can I can I be honest with you really yeah. quick? Joe, oh, I, came, I came in today. I came in today and John Ben destroyed me, shredded me. I came in feeling like I had a little bit of a rough week. And I thought it was really bad until I left this afternoon to get my car. And I was like, they beat the shit out of me. Yeah. And he's like, a bro a moment. They're like, here's a bro moment. Your arms are weak. Your arms suck. Well, You're we call them spaghetti noodles hanging out of the shirt. <laughs> You're embarrassing. <laughs> you should be embarrassed right now. I'm like, I am embarrassed. So I'm trying. He, he goes over there and starts curling 15s. He's like, no, no, those I are 30. And I, can I tell you the greatest joke of the day, though? What? After we got done ripping you and you were over here saying, I have feelings. I have, I have feelings. <laughs> Debbie looks at me and she goes, my arms yeah. are as big as his. Yeah, she says, <laughs> that Debbie's, Debbie's 72 years old. 72 years old. That's, awesome. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I, I, listen, I'm taking it all astride because well, guess what? he wanted to get this competition with me. So it's going to work. I'm the loser is the Brazilian wax. For so the, so are, yeah, so you're going to see who loses the, the most, most body yeah. fat. Body fat. Body, body it's fat. always body fat because I tell everybody, like, you can lose weight. But because, like, see, I actually work out so I gain muscle. Body he loses muscle. No, 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 no. This has been a rough week. I did it for a year. I did it. 
I mean, I tracked my food for a long so time. So are you a meal years. prepper? Yeah. Really? Well, here's the thing. I've gotten to the point where I don't have to meal prep anymore because I just know... I, I, I don't so know. So do you man. meal prep when you go to the grocery store? So you know what you're going to get for the week. You know how you're going to cook it. I know. It's it. so different now because I've gone past that point. Like, I know what's it's, it's a part of your life. It's part of your life. It's part of my life yeah. now. Where now it's more or less like I'm going to buy a bunch of chicken. Like, right now <laughs> I got a bunch of chicken in the Instapot. And I'll put in, like, you know, like 10 pounds of or whatever, you know, like seven, eight chicken breasts in there. Let them cook slowly. My thing is, is it, the easiest way for me to do it is to just prep all your meat for a few days. That is simple. Yeah. You know, and then you just grab them your meat because the more majority of the time, especially when you're on a challenge like this and you're using body fat, your your protein intake is a lot. Well, that's what like that's like, like to the point where you're like, man, I can't believe I got to eat 190 <laughs> grams of Hot protein. Hot sauce will make a difference, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, you know, you so I really it's that, and then I just buy a bunch of fruit and a bunch of veggies and some potatoes. Yeah. But I don't really eat bread. I don't eat rice all that often because I just I don't know. I don't you know, speaking of bread, right? Let me just pivot here for a second. My neighbor is on a um, homemade bread kick. And she's been making her own <laughs> sourdough bread. Oh, dude, oh we have to do starters and mm. stuff like that? Um, it's not easy. No, it's not know. easy. But she's given us a loaf before where I was like, this is fucking sour. <laughs> but this one she brought over today, I was like, God damn it. I'm going to eat this fucking loaf of bread. <laughs> some, of, some of those bakeries in like New York City, their starter, like the yeast they're using, is like 89 yeah, yeah. years old. They, they, they just, it's a it, thing. It's sourdough like a, is my weakness. If you give me good <laughs> sourdough. Well, it's probably like you got that sitting in your, your kitchen, and every time you're walking by, you're just grabbing a piece. Oh, yeah. I'll eat that that should have be gone by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took all the temptation out of the house. There's nothing in our yeah, house. Yeah, where those sour pits? That, that's, I just ate them. I okay, two little I saw, packets. So I, I saw that. I better put that in. They're hiding behind you. That's the other thing I have. I don't have that in my house. My daughter has snacks, but she. my daughter doesn't even really eat she doesn't eat Dorito she doesn't eat like that she her biggest thing is she loves saltine crackers oh, I do too. Crackers. those are pretty butter. good with peanut sold to my grandmother but, that, but that's when my daughter <laughs> see my daughter it, it's like Werther's originals too yeah like, <laughs> she does she's like she eats like an old she well she saw me eat and her mother eats very consciously like that so she never really had that around her so well at this point in the game right that's exactly the term you would use right it's a conscious effort to yeah. just like i don't you, tell you know her. better the like i'm speaking for yourself right yeah <laughs> um you know better to just like yep this is what i'm gonna eat for the week and if you do like take a right yeah. turn and have that you know a little bit of a you know sweet it's not overdone no. Right? It's just a matter of, yep, that was good. And then back on track. That's what no. I did. That's what I did last night. I did I did pick up a box of salting crackers at the store last night because that's my little... That's yeah, your, I mean, that's your you, treat? Ha- you can't... Yeah, it is. Well, it you is. got you got to be careful. Put a little peanut because, butter or, or is it because you're playing the crackers game with, like, ten guys? <laughs> no. No, I'm putting muscle on my... I win! I'm, I'm not putting muscle on my arms for you guys, okay? Yeah. Guess what? Give me one month, all right? I, when I get done with this challenge in November, you're going to see a different person. I'm gonna he's going like, to be like, he's going to be like, slowing it over the top, like, driving the truck, driving yeah, the bus, like, doing the fuck. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> good. I'm bringing that tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm, can I take one of these? There's no... Easy way out. <laughs> I actually listened to that yesterday on the way to work. <laughs> halfway across the sky. That was the oh my god, it was on my car. Sammy Hagar, right? No, no. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. yeah, but it was on my car. I, was, I pulled into the bus garage and one of the bus No, Sammy Hagar wow. didn't have a song in that movie, though. He probably did. Yeah. <laughs> no. What would the food. The, here's the thing that I had to learn because then I tracked my food basically for like. Three years, man. And I, that first year, I went hard for it. First year, 52 weeks. I said, I'm going to do all 52 weeks 
tracking, all this stuff. And I lost two and a half to three pounds a week for a year. Wow. So, I mean, we, we refed. We did some times where I wasn't cutting and stuff like that. But it was basically, I lost 85 pounds in that year. And, and yeah, but how much did you gain in muscle, too? I and all of almost all of it. Like eighty three pounds of it was pure fat. Yeah, right, right, right. But I'm pure saying, but, fat. But um, so I maintained the muscle that I had. But doesn't that get te- doesn't it get tedious though? Did you, uh, let's it say, does. Do you think that uh, Ed? Do you think that Ed still sits there and tracks all his calories and stuff? No, I mean, I or, mean, Ed, because Ed, it, becomes, Ed, it just becomes like a uh, like just it's part of your habit. Know, it's a habit. Well, dude, it's he's a been doing now. it so habit. long, and him and I become like we're incredibly close we friends. We just met him last week. It's the first time, like, I know a lot of people that know him, and he's a really cool dude. That, he really, like, he's super like, cool. He got, he got, that, like, our you're not going to find another person in this area that has more knowledge. But he's very cool, to, though. Like, yeah, we, we cool. started just, talking a little bit and see if he was going like, to get, get away with it, and he... We, Fired right back at us. He, he got, was uh, awesome. He got our humor and yeah. stuff like that. Like, he's a cool dude. <laughs> and he's, he's like, cool guy. I told he's him coming on the podcast in a couple oh, weeks. He, but he's, he's so awesome. now, But w- what I said to him, I'm like, what happens? Like, I mean, after like three years, I'm like, I don't want to track anymore. Like, right, what do right, I, yeah. what do I do? And he's like, you'll know, man. You'll know. Like, I mean, you'll know when you're overeating. You'll know like what, how many grams. You, you can do that in your head. Uh, well, Newman took X-Lax today to try to get the shit out. I don't think that was me. I know, I, I know somebody did it, but it, that's I'm not pointing anything. I don't make that stuff. Performance my stomach doesn't take it. I can blow, I blow my guts right out of my stomach. Last time I took X-Lax, I shit out a G.I. Joe gun and three marbles and a pack of fruit strike gum. And it wasn't even chewed. And I, and I didn't even chew it. Yeah, the wrapper was still there. Oh. Listen, oh my I don't know why you just said this. I was, I was waiting to say this on the podcast. You just reminded me. So... There's two kids right now eating the ice cream cone. One of them ate the wrapper, and I'm not going to say whose, but it's the one that goes to West Hill. <laughs> he said the wrapper was good. He ate what the wrapper. He ate the wrapper to the ice cream cone. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. You know what he said to me? He goes, I'm going to ask mom for ice cream when we get home. I go, no, you're not. <laughs> Joe handed Norman the ice cream. He goes, don't tell your mother either. And he goes, I'm going to tell your mother. I was like, I'm not your dad. I'll smash it in your face. He goes, I'll smash it in your face. It's awesome. He looks right at Joe and he's like, oh, no. Joe, do it. I told him. I told him. I tell you, don't mess with Joe. He's going to do so, what he says. Let's go back to the music part then. Um, okay. You, um, are you, so say, are you doing this challenge to get ready for the UK tour then? Well, I, this guy obviously be huge for you. This there's, be huge a, for you. there's a couple of reasons why. And, I like, sorry, real fast. Before, uh, how did, and then also, how did you even get Yeah, how'd that happen? Okay. We'll do, we'll do, we'll go from the first and then we'll get to the second and it'll be easy. Yeah. Uh, the challenge was more or less like I spent the past like eight, nine months of my life, almost a year, just like I stopped tracking. I stopped. I'm like, all right, I've got, I got to a point where it was almost obsessive and then it got no fun. Yeah. Right. To the point where right. we're like, well, if I'm going to drink <laughs> beers, it's going to do this. And I'm like, no, let's see if I can try to find some balance and enjoy life a little bit. And I'm going to put on some weight and I'm going to be perfectly fine with that. And I did, but so now it's like, all right, now I just want to dial it in because obviously Brandison show is coming up. It's going to be sold out. I want to be in front Not of Not at Evergoes. What do you say? Not at Evergoes. It's a theater, bro. You should bring him here to Evergoes. <laughs> destroy this whole area. Just have a practice session. Yeah, just fill the bar. Just fill the bar for one night. You but I, I wanted to be in like great shape for that. I wanted to be good shape for the UK tour. Um, but I also, and at the same time, I was kind of over that phase of like just indulging a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm kind of ready to just get back into the, the swing of things. Feeling a little shitty, right? Because you'd overdid yeah. maybe this night, that Yeah, night. it was just like, all right, I'm done kind of just 
eaten. I mean, I've never sat down and eaten an entire pizza. I never sat down and did all those things. But it got to a point. Yeah, where but what is gonna... the shittiest food you're going to eat right now? What is the if you're going to go out and eat some shitty food? What are you going to eat? Yeah, what's your cheat right now? What's yeah, your what, cheat? what's your cheat food? Pizza, man. Pizza? Any kind of anybody's pizza? Do you want wings with your pizza? Do you want no, just French pizza. fries? Mom, meatloaf. French fries on the pizza. There's Miss Congeniality. Let's see that smile today. <laughs> oh, there it is. It was a big finger. That's what, that's what Ben just got. That's what he just got from the boss. Yeah, that, pizza's my, no, my it's, funny, it's funny. He said pizza. He walks in. He walks that's, like, that's her entrance music. <laughs> pizza and like big, giant, sloppy burgers. Oh, oh I thought it was going someplace else. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, no calories in that. Yes. <laughs> yes. But then, so now jump to how I got the UK tour. That really kind of was a it was a, a process that happened over a number of years, and there was it went back as far as the brand new Sun days is all the way up through the social media boom that I've had in the past year and a half or two years. So when I was streaming and all that stuff. It, I met so many people around the world, and we all like connected like from over, for online, just online. Really, That's awesome. musicians all over, and we all became like, you know, none of us were playing gigs, so we're like, hey man, great, and we watched each other and we learned from each other. Before you'd only kind of learn from the musicians that were here in Syracuse, but now I'm getting access to like you know people from around the world. So that opened the door. That got me the tour offer from last. So year. you have like a booking guy over there yeah then. well that's this is how i'll get to it so then i went on tour with hallocene who's like one of the biggest bands on like you know youtube and yes and tiktok and Amazing. all that stuff yes. and i went on the road with them that and that awesome. opened a bunch of other doors and then i learned from their realm of like how to be a creator and like get get traction and like how to get how to use instagram how to use tiktok so with that then i dove into making being a creator and i stepped away from twitch and then i'm like i'm gonna put my eggs in this thing and then i'm like all right well i can sing but so can a million other people that are on here how do i cut through and i i did the i'm like hey i'm the voice of the big show's theme song okay and, so that, and that and that went like <laughs> i know that's gonna open another thing but we'll, i don't want to stay on track get the question that's actually answer. how we first met right i don't know if you we'll go back into that in a minute go ahead but so that busted open that was 500 thousand and then i came on this whole track but to not go through all that it basically opened up all this thing so then the limp biscuit things got shared there earlier this oh, year oh yeah that's right and then sick. yeah and then there was, awesome. was uh, the other one though. and there was the, sugar, sugar. so many people and all of a sudden then i started targeting these people so then well, so how does that feel though when like so when they they, they commented on you yeah. right? that's what makes it go they loved it. commented and what did shared you, it at first yeah. you think like this ain't real well, yeah. I mean, I've had yeah, Fred Durst like that, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. an impersonator account. Well, I knew that Fred Durst had kind of been paying attention because, like, a year prior to that, Please. I had posted, I had a viral video of Skid Row's I, I Remember You done, like, as a country ballad, and he commented on it. So then I knew That's he was amazing, watching. Though. Then That's I knew awesome. he was watching, like, my shit. Yeah. So then I did that and then all that. So this all of a sudden started getting some phone calls from people that I used to know in the industry. Like, hey, what are you doing? But not the, Billy Joel. What do you, no, not Billy Joel. <laughs> He's here. But Come on, Billy. So they, Come they're on, like, Billy. What, what are you doing with this shtick or what are you trying to do with this? Shtick? <laughs> you know, well, it was just like taking metal songs, put them on a piano. Like, yeah. what are you doing with this? And but no, like, but, like, to be honest, I, I've never seen anyone else do that. No. I mean, there's people that do it, but sometimes they do it like in a joking matter. They're like, hey, and they make it jokey. Yeah, and my like wife but I'm actually sucks. taking it and make, trying to make it a you know, serious composition yeah. with it. So then I had a friend of mine. His name is, well. Don Vito. Don Vito. 
Ryan McCombs, who is the he's a singer in a band called Soil, and he was also the singer in Drowning Pool for a number of oh, years yeah. as well. Oh, and yeah. he's a good friend of mine. He's back in Drowning Pool as well. And so he, did the guy drown in the pool though? I died in the bus. Oh, I thought he died in the pool. Original guy. Yeah. Oh my god! So he <laughs> called me. He lives in the UK. He's like, Crickets. hey, you got you got an interest <laughs> of coming to the UK? I'm like. Yeah, I'd love to, but, you know, I mean, as you know, I got a kid, and, and I can't just leave my business. I got to make money. So he started a production business over there, and that was like we sent out the feelers over there, and the two biggest sells were my reimagined metal stuff because metal overseas is so different. Than oh, my gosh, they sell out arenas. So dude. It's like different fucking over there. People are so rabid over there for that time. Imagine, really? imagine, imagine like any 80s rock video you saw on MTV where they're selling out fucking stadiums. They still go that crazy in Europe. Really? Yeah, man, metal is like it's a, it's a, it's so, a totally different world. So then between that and the wrestling connection, there was a ton of venues and promoters over there were like, yes, we'll book this guy. And we put up a budget like, hey, I'm, I'm, this is what I need. And they all came back, and I'm like, this is going to make sense. Let's go. So, so okay, there's so many things I want to get to. But first thing, are you nervous that like you're going to go over to, to, to England and be like, no one show up? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing. Yeah. I've only ever been That's out. That's what my nervous thing would be like. I'm going to fucking fly eight hours and... Um, <laughs> No you one's going to show up. A, yeah, know, but you get like, paid. Like, well, I'm gonna, still I, get paid, like, but like, they could still be like, well, there's nobody here, and yeah, fuck you. Yeah. you know? You're going home. You're going, well, I got a contract. I don't give a hey, fuck about your hey, contract. I, Sue so, me. So can I give you, you know. like, can I, like, like, text you some, like, lines? Be like, yeah, we beat you in the fucking war. Fuck you. Oh, no. <laughs> I, how do you sum up Last of the Mohicans in three words? Or less? <laughs> Thanks, British. <laughs> so hey. when are you leaving? When are you leaving? I'm, I'm leaving. Well, the first date is February 1st, and the last date is February Yeah, so you ruined my fucking commercial. 18th. Yeah, oh. so I'm going to be gone pretty much all of February. So I'm going to leave. Are you taking your daughter with you? No. You she should. She got school. That'd right? be awesome. She got school. She's not yet. No, not not yet. Well, what's, she, what's her doing in England? Like, it's not like you're just already. She, 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 that, you're, that, you're sure Grace. She comes great. to a lot of my gigs now. She loves she? a lot. She, she loves so, a lot. So how old is she now? She's t she'll be 10, 10 next month. Oh, so that's still pretty young. get into the music? Oh, yeah. She's more into art, actually. She likes But that's awesome. But does she realize, like, does she realize, like, that the, uh, you're not, you know, uh, who you are. Who you are. She like, does. And I think when she finally realized that it was one time, it was right before the pandemic, and the big show had its own Netflix TV show, right? <laughs> and I come out one day and she's watching it, and I'm like, I go, honey, did you just hear that song on there? <laughs> she's like, yeah, the guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the guy sucks. <laughs> and she goes, I'm like, that's daddy. She's like, Did it I'm register like, with and, her? And at first she's like, you know him. I mean, she was younger. She know him. You know him. You know him. She was probably six at the time. She's like, you know him. She's like, she's trying to wrap her six-year-old brain oh, around this. That's oh, awesome. So that's then all so that awesome. stuff. But then she, then I took her down the rabbit hole. I'm like, hey, daddy's been in a movie. Daddy did this. Daddy what movie? This. School of Rock. School of Rock. Uh, School of Rock. The whole I mean, we're, we're in a couple scenes. You can't. We don't have any space. That's okay, right? We have Tom. He's a background actor. Yeah. Hey, so but it's funny you say, so like we go to the fair and it'll be like, oh, someone will come up to me and be like, you know, obviously I'm not compared to you, but they'll be like, oh, you're the Joe. And I just look at my daughter. She's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like she gets so no, fucking she, pissed off. She, know, she knows it now and she kind of, she's learning it more and more, but I don't think she wraps around like, oh, daddy, I saw you. Did you have a video go viral on TikTok? Like, she's growing up in a world that I never, you know, never. Well, it's great. Like, that you're I, still navigating. I, yeah. try, I try to, um, Cause like I don't know if it's like you know your daughter's ten, so like my daughter's seventeen, but 
it's like she's these terms on TikTok and everything. Like uh, she used to call us a boomer, and I have to like hurry up and look at on the phone. Like, what's a boomer mean? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're a boomer dad. <laughs> but yeah, it's, but it's like you're a TikTok like a uh, social media star. You got a blue check? Not on TikTok. I do on, and, and I that, that dude. Is, it's but. hard to get a blue check on TikTok. Like you got to do. I mean, I knew a dude, my buddy Philip, uh, who was on America's Got Talent, the fiddle player. I don't know if you watched the season of Philip Phillips. No, Philip Bowen, and he's does this rock fiddle, and he's made it pretty far on America's Got Talent, and he blew. Oh up yes, 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 yes. Was That's my buddy. Him and I became friends throughout the pandemic and all that stuff, and he was over a million followers, and he still wow. didn't have a blue check mark. Hmm. They, 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 they put you through. I got it on Instagram. I eventually got it on Instagram. I'm glad I don't go through that shit. But well, I got we're up to yeah. 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. I don't know what that means. That's but. <laughs> when you get 100,000, you get a plaque. It's man. 25, uh, can you 25 ex- weeks. Where that's where we're at. That's so solid. Can you I'm explain happy. blue check, though, to people that don't know? I, I have no idea. I don't want to. It means you're verified. I'm glad Newman just said it. Yeah. I'm glad Newman said well, it. No, just I didn't want to say it. What is Ben talking about? Well, blue check on any I'm just shaking my head like, yeah. So when you see a person's name, like, it would be like just Joe. Next to his name, there's going to be this little circle with a blue check. What does that mean? That means that I'm a very verified account that means it's it is me and that i've met the criteria to be able to that means that you're making them money i mean you can pay <laughs> well no nowadays you can just pay to get a blue check mark on facebook twitter and Instagram. but if you ain't got fifty thousand followers it ain't shit right i mean but people click on there and like this guy's got 800 followers it's not tiktok you know but not tiktok no, no. tiktok you still no, what was the blue check though thing. Um, same thing. It's a blue check on anything. Uh, so, oh, okay. No, it's, yeah. so obviously but it's verified, but it does come with some weight. And, like, <laughs> you know, it, it does, like, when you see someone with a blue check mark, you're like, well, who's that? Or are they We have a couple that follow us. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And then I showed Dylan, as a matter of fact, and he was like, oh, she paid for it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, which is fine, but you still got to go. You got to still submit a bunch of stuff. You can't. You, not, they don't hand it out to everybody. I mean, you got to give them your ID. You got to go through all this stuff. I mean, you can get oh, anyone. Wow. Get I don't chase them. I let them. I just replace them. That's yeah. how we do it. Oh. <laughs> I don't chase them. I replace them. <laughs> That's what Ben says. What do you got for me, Newman? You got some... Oh no! Yeah, where's your notes? No, like these a, are no, these are speed round. Like, what, 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 I was, I was sitting in the car. I was sitting in my school bus <laughs> doing my job. <laughs> just trying not to bombard you with just music, just fitness. Everything doing grip, grip strength stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love like no, like see, my my, my uh, questions are just different. Like like well, the chicks. I got the chicks. I want to get the chicks. Well, we want to get back to the brand new in your national I want to just know more about hot chicks. I like see. I know nothing about the brand new thing. So maybe it'll be like I remember like because. I heard about you being by yourself when I had my old barn, Cicero uh, Lebowski's. And, like, people were like, because I had more, like, uh, acoustic guys or, like, little three-piece guys. Oh, yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah, I've that was my there. bar out there. And um, I never so then when I opened up my place here five years or six or, I don't know, I don't, it's just a countdown to Just Jen's. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> One <laughs> test at a time. <laughs> ever, <laughs> it's ever, it, tomorrow will be Ever Jen's. Um, Ever Jen's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Got a ring. Yeah. I remember when you were going to do that first reunion thing, and that's why I was like, "Hey, you know what? Like, this would be huge." And I know, obviously, my place is not—it's not like Lost Horizon or Westcott or a theater. It is something small. So I was really trying to pressure you. So my idea was, "Hey, this Valentine's Day, how about you come in and do my wife's thing?" He's like, "Okay, what's the song?" I told him the wedding song. He's like, 
well, it's going to be an extra $25. Like, Jen, do you know Piano Man? Like, that could be our wedding song, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to learn it. It was a Peter Gabriel Book of Love. Book of Love, well, and now no, I, know I mean, it. I mean, the evolution of you, Joe. So now I can save 25 bucks. Well, well, the, the evolution of you, of, of just Joe, is 25 bucks says I love you. <laughs> I've been in this, the bar business forever and a day, and there was days where it's like, you were, I, we, I knew you before. I knew of you before. I knew that you could be booked easy. And I'm like, that was way long. That was a long time ago. And then I was like, all of a sudden, you just can't get Joe. You can't get just Joe. Just Joe is like the name, the name in the in every bar. Like Joe's, he's playing. You were playing a lot. Yeah. And you, the thing is, you're playing a lot, which a lot of bands do here in Syracuse. But you, every time you play, everybody's there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such it's a different solid. way of playing. Because so I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna show something out here because uh, this, you know, so the the small stage that we have here, we have two stages. We have the main stage and the small stage. So for about two years, Rob and Joe had the record. For the six to nine thing. Yeah. And then Just Joe comes in. And I was like, Rob, it's the Just Joe stage now. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob hates that. And Rob I and I are very love. good friends. Rob is one of the best. He's what musicians, you and Rob, like, you have that, you don't take yourself too serious. No. And Damn. he's just so great. But there's these musicians that take the, like, you're I so saw you get mad once. I don't know when it was, but you were like, someone was, you were singing a song and they were, people just kind of are rude. Oh, they want to yeah. hear their song. They want they wanted you to stop what you're doing, like you're some act. <laughs> like I'm circus. like I'm a fucking yes. jukebox on exactly. the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not that thing. I paid a dollar to skip this shit. <laughs> and no, and you were like you were, you were playing this awesome song, you're ending the song, and this person just is drunk. It's like, like free birds. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I've never seen that before. No, that it, it, it's happened. It happens. It People happens so time rude. to time. Eventually. And the thing is, I always win because I have the microphone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I said. I win, I have a podcast. But, but, so. the thing is, but the thing is, there's been times where someone's like doing something, and I stop the song, and I go, what is so fucking important that you, we got to talk about it right now in the middle of this song? They're yes. Like, we, 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 you got to be like that? I'm like, well, why do you got to be you're like You're singing this? a string exactly. I'm in the middle of What song. movie why is that? Wait. I can say whatever I want because I'm the, who is that? Is that Adam Sandler? It was Adam Sandler. Adam and, um, Sandler. Oh, and what do you think? What do you think? Because I'm the one with the microphone. I'm the one with the microphone. But yeah, I mean, there's times, but I've gotten really good at it to the point where I just, I'll destroy somebody in a heart. Because you do have the power. Like, yeah. they don't realize, like, I, no. I, I did have to break you. up a fight while playing once at Lake of Shut Fools. Up. What? Shut up. By the way, I'll fuck Dude. your wife after this song. <laughs> yes, yeah. I will. Lake Effect. I was playing at Lake Effect. Lisa was bartending. Remember that bar. Wow. The stories <laughs> I could tell you about that and, bar. And yeah. I was up on, when, at that time, then, we were, I was finally playing up on the little stage. Yeah. Where he built the, Tommy built the little thing up in the front. And people would kind of stand over here on the, a couple th steps. And this one dude kept coming up, and he's a, he was a regular there at the time. I don't remember his name. He kept coming up. But there's these two girls that were up there, and they were good looking, but he didn't realize that their goon boyfriends were in the back watching every... Okay. And I knew those dudes, because they would come out all the time. And I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, And they'd come up, and you know, they'd be fun. And he started kind of you know, flirting with him a little bit. Oh, and God. The one dude is a mo like, makes all of us look like nothing. Oh, and he's standing up. I'm like, uh oh. Here we so, go. Well, you uh -oh. know, a lot of times, because it happens on stage with, with bands, they can sometimes see shit happen. Oh, or yeah. me and the bouncer can see it. And you'll be all of a sudden be like, they're trying to be like, oh, yeah. they, they, like, you know, they do the point. There. They do, do the, the point. point. They or, do the point. Or I'll just stop and be like, hey. But that dude bolted up and he did that and he started. He started grabbing him, and the girls then started beating her boyfriend. No, he, he wasn't doing anything. And then Lisa jumps from over the bar. But I kept, who's Lisa? Lisa, she was the, the legend of Evo. Oh, yeah, she works out she, at um, with the, the wood now. At the wood. At the wood. What was she? Her she's amazing. Name. But the th let's just say, let me just lay out 
the lake effect. It's an alley. So he's playing at the end of the alley in front by the windows. Is that what you're playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got, there's the bar, a brick wall, and an alley. Where is the border of the There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. There's a fight. You're If you're in the fight in that area, you're in the fight in that area. You're not getting out of there. I've been in many fights in that area. I was still playing the song with one hand and singing and just kind of holding him from, I don't care what happens with this fight. Don't land on my gear. Get off my shit. That's a pro move, man. That's awesome. Because here's the thing if a band stops it will immediately escalate yes i mean but sometimes you have to stop because then you have to get things but if you stop then everything will escalate a little and make it a little bit more so if you know it can play out all right then you keep it going and it'll dissolve a lot i think well, we i would say because good bands there's been like say pop rock i know pop rock yeah, you know, uh, yeah, uh, there's been Derek and uh you know billy and uh mm-hmm. regan and stuff like that there's been for some reason the '80s fucking thing. That's when the girls always get in fights. Oh, they're their hairspray. And they will basically, be like, well, yeah, they're fighting over Aquanet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! They will still be singing and just be like, "Come on, guys! Like, do you want us to stop or do you want us to keep going?" And like, people then all of a sudden start realizing, like, and it gives us the time to get up there to fucking like fish it out. And it's always I hate the girls by saying, "I don't know where to grab. I don't know where to grab." Like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to grab you. Hey, to... take a play out of Donald Trump. Right by the, the pussy. There's the size of them. Grab <laughs> him right by the pussy. <laughs> you don't want it. Some of them. These are 80s chicks. It's all hairy. Brand new sin shows were used to be back in the day. We used to be different. I mean, they don't mosh anymore at our shows because everyone's older and don't want to mosh. But like, <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing because true. I've had this epiphany. Um, <laughs> Pantera and what was it, Lamb of God? They came yeah, yeah. to the amphitheater, yeah, yeah. and I had an idea. Like you, I could hear them all the way over in Westvale. That's where I live. And I was thinking to myself, that must be a great show. But everybody there's probably wearing a polo or a button. I'm just going, yeah. <laughs> and then the same thing happened. Like, and they're worried about their knee. Oh, my knee. My <laughs> that knee that was one of the loudest shows it was I've so ever been to in my life. Loud. And then I found out afterwards because I know the guys in Lamb of God. I obviously know. Charlie Benante from Anthrax. He was a big fan of Brand New Sin. And Zach, we toured with Black Label twice. So like, he's a buddy. Wow. So like, that's awesome. So when we're when I was talking to the crew afterwards, I'm like, well, man, dude, that's a lot. Like, who's mixing? And they're like, oh, this guy Muscles. And I've known Muscles from like 2002 when he used to be just a, a he was getting his start as a, a sound guy. Now he's like a list sound guy. I'm like, that's why it's loud because he's like, dude. So I will say the loud. And it was loud, but it was like. It wasn't. I, was, like, I, thought, I, I, I could hear it from times, fucking Westfield. I will say the loudest, I thought it was gonna the loudest show times. ever here at Average Shows was we had the Tool uh, uh, tribute band Schism. Yeah. And I'm in the kitchen having to work, and I feel like, like what the fuck? Just falling off the wall. Just falling off the wall in the kitchen. In the kitchen. I come out, and like I'm like, oh. I was like, did I do too much? Yeah, like, I thought I was, doing, was like, did I do too much cocaine? Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, it was just the music. Has, it's like, it's it's it. like the music hits your chest like a fucking yeah. The Pantera show with the bass oh, drum Pantera. was hitting so hard that it was it, it disoriented me. <laughs> oh like, my I god! Was to the point where it was like, I mean, you got to remember when those it was twenty set, years ago. 20 those, years ago those, when they were like... Those sound waves that are coming that are that big, a bass sound wave is, is, is goes from about here to past that camera. Oh, really? Right? So that, it, it's physics at that point. So you're literally getting nailed. I mean, 
it's no different than a wave on the ocean. Like the bigger, like smaller waves <laughs> will do this, but those big giant waves, it's like a funny they, way to they'll think destroy it. things. You remember like you're at Myrtle Beach and you try to like go out in the ocean and you get hit like every three seconds? That's the bass drum at a pin. No, it show. is. It's the same <laughs> It's the same thing. It's just you can't see it, but it was. And then you stand up and you have a condom on your face. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I'm in average Joe's parking lot. No, that'd be a pregnancy test. Which we found twice. Here. Oh my God! Who's taking a pregnancy test and twice. Once one in the park. One in the yeah yeah winners. <laughs> once, yeah, once once in the park. I mean, lot. I can see condoms and things no. like that. But Dude, once having the parking lot, there was a positive test, and then uh, once in the bath, the girl's bathroom was ran up the thing. But the one in the parking lot that was positive, I was like, I, if anyone steps forward, I will give him a lifetime bar tab. Can I be so honest? It's always after or it's always after one certain country show. It's always <laughs> a, one day. a toilet gets broken. A toilet always gets broken in oh, the women's room. Where that, there's, that, there's, that, there's, that there's a set down to like two bands. Where there's a ruckus. Yeah. Where there's the a ruckus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And there's always like randomness there's in the parking lot. Like, it's there's, not like there's you know, a pregnancy test and EBT card. Yes. <laughs> I remember in my day when I'll you found groceries. <laughs> when you'd find like a really like sl- sleazy pair of panties in the bath, the ladies would be like, "Oh my god, who wore this what, little tiny cheetah?" Thing? Now, the last show, there was a pair of panties. Girl. Was, I'm not even gonna call them panties. It was like a boat girl. cover. I'm like, "Who the hell? Why would these be left here? Who takes them off? Why would you wear them out?" But well, it was that she, show. Shit. No, they were just. Uh, there's a turkey kiss. There was probably here, something. Here's going on. here's one thing. Oh. Mom, when I was. I, I, we didn't play this dysfunctional this, this when K Rock used to do DFB, but they used to do it in Herkimer at the Herkimer County Fairgrounds, oh, yeah. right? And I was working the show. I had a show that night, but I went down there and, play, and it was playing. I played the pre show or something as Just Show. But we're sitting backstage, and all of a sudden, you know, you get stuff like, hey, put this lost to found or this, you know, security's coming back doing this. Somebody came back and it had someone lost their full bottle prescription of Valtrex. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I'm like, first of all, why are you dream. bring? Why are you bringing the entire that's bottle? My, that's my dream. <laughs> so, so, that, so then, that, so, that. so then we had to make announcements like, "Hey, so and so," we and we and we said. I'm like I'm like. How do you announce it? How do you announce it on a microphone for a room full of people? I didn't. Is anybody missing Bell Tracks? My hands up. <laughs> hey, me. Well, I went. I went up on stage and Stacy Waterman was doing production. She's. I dare you to go up. You got to make this announcement. You didn't she do was, it. You I didn't care. Do it. Yeah, go up and said, "Hey, uh, we have found a, bo- a prescription of Bell Tracks." hands went up. Fifty and, hands And went it up. had the name on it. And we said, "The girls." Oh <laughs> my God! Could you imagine a dude that was with her that day? He's like, "Man, I'm getting." No, I mean, well, see, now here's the difference. She's a goer. Let's go. I'll be honest with you. That's what I, chase, that's what I used to chase after. That was yeah. my thing. I love the crazy. But crazy is my favorite. So no, let's open up a can of worms for a second. Let's open up a can of worms for a second. Do you miss, do you miss K-Rock? I, I heard do. you mention it a few times. Do well, you miss I'm, the guys? Yeah, I do. I mean, I... Do you miss the morning show? Because you sound... I, I you wanted, were, the, you, I wanted, were, you I want, were the morning show. I wanted to do... I did, so I didn't, I didn't know this. So you I were on... Do, I was on there all the way... I was K-Rock on morning. Like three, he was on, he had a great... Three, four, four years. years. No, no, he wasn't against me. I left oh, radio. Oh, yeah, he would have died. I, uh, <laughs> I, I was on there twice a week. Uh, but then the pandemic hit... And then, you know, obviously radio is watching their budgets and yeah. everything. So they, they cut me out. But I still do stuff for them. And I still go on there from time to time. I've been offered to, like, go back and, like, do a little bit more full time. But like, You should. No, but have you ever been offered to go back to that 95X? I can't. They, they, do they ever offer you to come back? I'll be honest with you. I, I, talk, to the, I talk to all of them all the time. But He's the, 95X is, was a fun part of my life, but it's the old part of my life. But the corner office hates my guts. I, I kind of spoke my mind too many times. So that's a no. That's a big, okay. fat no. no. But um, <laughs> it's, it's different. But it's a different. 
from like the I, I w- Joe I was a, you were like I listened to you every morning and I didn't I was against I was a huge hater of K Rock. <laughs> I, I didn't support K Rock. When you were on, stuff. I was always listening because you were just a huge part of that show. And I love listening to you. You always came back with something. You always had some you you were there, you were on, and right. you made that show really interesting. I, I Cody's doing a good job, right? I'm I, I want I want to do it more often, but honestly, it's just like I don't have time, man. It's like it's time and it's like getting up. Twice, four o'clock in the morning, getting up at four in the morning, getting down there, and it makes for a very long day because a lot of those days I got to gig. Do you do you think it pays off to your shows? Uh, dude, it definitely. I mean, I mean, I still get people coming up and like, hey, I love you on K Rock, or they come up and do a little some of the taglines that we used to do and stuff like that. It it definitely did opened up a, a a thing, but. I can't do everything. Yeah, you know, See, that, and that's where I had to draw. I had to put it's it. It's okay to say no. See, Heidi yeah. hated it when I when I we first when I when I first met Heidi and we, all the groupies, we first had Norman, all the groupies, right? No, she would she would disp- she would lose her mind if someone. What was Radio listeners, radio listeners are very. That's a especially the people that are diehard in the morning shows. They're a very different breed. Yeah, they really are. Well, I, they don't I would have say what I'm learning like, with this podcast, people think because they listen to us on their drive home or to work or whatever, they feel like that we're part of their life. Yeah, that's changing. That's things. what that's. What I, I'm, starting learn, I'm starting to learn. I'm starting to learn now that the show's starting a little bit take a, a little bit take off. It's like people are like, you know, like was that story real? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you, is it real? Did that like, really happen you know, to like, you? It's, it's, yeah, it, like affects. Like they think they're part. We're part of their life. It is, and, and it. it I've had, I mean, I've obviously had weird moments with fans over the years. Please tell us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've got, you got to have a million of them. Well, All right, you want, you want one of my favorite yeah, stories? Go, 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 go to my quick list Go to number four. Go to number four. He said pigs. He says, I'm <laughs> like the hot chicks and the craziness, but you I want, go all well, you, you had a girlfriend on tour with you always, didn't you? When you were on... Brand new sin? Did you? No. Oh, so you? I were, say because that would be a sin. No, I was. <laughs> he never brought sand to the beach. I was. I've been, I've been married That's twice. I've joke. been married twice, and I was married when I joined Brand New Sin, and we got divorced shortly after Good the band got because gone. of the tour. Yeah, was it because well, of the it was music? Just the, being the time away, and we, her and I grew apart. We got married real young, and we just kind she of. She got you and like uh, Nikki Six and a threesome. Yeah, kind of. Are you guys still honestly? Eight, it was that was he, he it was just no. more or less was it him? Part and she wanted different things and I wanted different things. So then the rest of the time I was in brand new scene. I stayed pretty much single. It's kind of hard to be with somebody being a rock star. So, a rock I mean, it's star, hard. It? I, I have a hard time having relationships. Not I've even seen the movie my, Rockstar. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I have a hard right time. Now, are, you, I, are you in a relationship? Okay, so right basically, it's, what he's like into. So say you being like, so you were basically the opener for some of these big acts, right? Yeah. So even being the opener, did you have like groupies? Yeah, the groupies. Well, here's the thing. Or, or is it in, like kind of like in my genre? Like a, in my how about genre you? Music? You start with those guys and work your way up to us, like the headliners. <laughs> in, in my <laughs> genre, in that genre of music, it's not. It's mostly dudes. Really? Really? Yeah, and metal. But the girls out there, there are they're girls there, that- but most of them are there with their dudes. Yeah. But there are girls around, and listen, but but there's certain genres of music. Listen, we had the bitchy wrestlers two weeks ago, and he had a groupie. I um, he had I one. He had one. He had one. I mean, I, I've said this out loud and, and everything, but I've had. I used to have certain girls in certain towns. Oh, there it is. I've and got a, a, a lot, a, a yeah. lot, and it really sometimes wasn't even about just. I wanted to come in town and have a good time with them. One, they had a nice house. 
too. They cooked food for me. Yeah. You are yeah. awesome. And, I and, love you, Joe. Yeah. And, and I get, I now you're get, speaking I my could, language. I could get a good night's rest. And I mean, in Brand New Sin, we were in the van all the time. We had to sleep, you know, six of us in a Motel 6 if we got a hotel room. So, is so it? Like, Stop for a, a second. Times, I got I to talk. Did you shop this girl? Did you like, did you like come in town? You're like, all right, let's just get a couple of you lined up. You have a house? No, no house. Bye. Have a good night. You have a house? You got a house. Okay, let's go over here for a second. Now, do you cook? Okay, house. Yeah. I got a house and a cook. Just a house. Okay, you can go home now. But yeah, there was there was certain awesome. towns that would come up and that girl would come pick me up. I'm like, hey, and what when, time's when loading? What time do I got to be back? All right. And then I go. That, that, and I, a lot care, of times you, I would just eat something and go to sleep for like five hours. Do you care that they have an Eve 6 tattoo on their tit? Like, <laughs> at this point, can I ask you a question? At this point, is there, is weighted is weighted measure? Do you care? That, like, if she's a fatty with a big house and a nice, and a nice full of fridge, you like, I'm going to go. Because I want to see something, Joe. I've done it. <laughs> I've been there on a Saturday night where I'm like, spent all my money trying to get laid with that one and it didn't work out. I'm like, you got a sandwich at your house? <laughs> Let's go. Do you, do you want a crazy story? Yes, yes, I do. I mean, this is my, this is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite stories ever. We were on tour with the band Kitty. Yes. And the band Kitty was all, all girl metal band. They're back together. They're from Toronto. Thank God. And they were, and at that time, they were still pretty big. They got big in the early 2000s. We're out on the road with them. We're playing in Dallas at a place called Deep Ellum Live, which deep, if you've ever been to Dallas, like their Armory Square, which, I mean, you can't even compare Armory Square to Deep Deep Ellum is like where all the nightlife is, yeah, yeah. all the concert venues, yeah. all the stuff. So we're playing there, and we played there a few times, and that promoter was really cool to us. And I got done with the set, went out to the bar to have some drinks with him, and I'm sitting there, and I get a tap on my shoulder. I turn around, the girl's like, hey, you know, great show, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I want to know if I can get a picture. I'm like, sure, we can get a picture. Oh, my God. But this, but this is before cell phones. It's before smartphones. Oh. It's like 2003. So, um, the Kodak. So it's like Kodak. Yeah, Kodak. Disposable. We're going to get these back in four days. Right. 14 so days. she goes, I'm like, all right, can you take a picture? And the promoter's just got his head down, and he's laughing. I'm like. He knows her. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, wait a minute. What's the catch here? And she's like, she's got well, a <laughs> So she pulls out this For photo Jake? album. Oh, oh no! You're just no. a stop on the tour, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I'm, I, and I open it, and it's just dongs. It's yeah. Last week we were talking about you know, the legendary, legendary. Uh, that was her name. Plaster Caster. Yes, yes. We were talking about her last was week. Was that her? That, did, that, right? that wasn't her. Oh, wow. that wasn't the last I, I think she's dead. But uh, she, yeah, she plaster castered like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, plastered the lungs. So she wanted you to. She wanted to <laughs> so she's like, your so she's like, this is my, this is my book. So and I'm looking in there, and there's like famous, <laughs> lots of famous dongs from like dongs. From all this, I'm like, wow. Did I'm they like, sign the dong? She, carry, she carried this around? Yeah. Were they, were, were, wait, were these dongs signed? Was it a signed dong? It's like a resume. So it's like a resume? Like a, like oh a resume. So like, were the big I'm ones? Like, and then the promoter's like, well, this is, I can't remember her name. So I'm like, I, and she's pretty well known around here. But he goes, well, I'm like, are you taking pictures of all the guys in the bench? She's like, no. I just want yours. Why? Why is Joel Tears black? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> wow, so, there's so, just Joe. So right then there. I'm like, yeah. where am I supposed to yeah. do yeah. this? That's just Joe. That's just Joe right there. <laughs> yeah. She goes, just Joe. Well, can, she goes, because can you go on? Can you go on the bus? I'm like, I don't. We don't have a bus. I got a van. There's dudes in it right now. And she goes, well, we got a dressing room, and there's. I'm like, we're sharing dressing room with three other bands, and one of them are like all the girls in the band. I'm like, I can't do that. And she's like, well, there's a bathroom back there. I'm like, yeah. I'm like. How am I? I'm, but I go. How am I gonna like in this environment get myself like like? <laughs> uh, 
how do I get this cranked up? Oh, it's easy. Oh my no, 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 God. Give her the full softy. So I'm like, I'm like, let me go try it. Let me go try it. And I go back there. I'm like, I'm like, there's a bathroom back there. And she's like, do you want help? Yes. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. yes, yes. The story's so, getting great. So we went back there. We're getting the thing, and she's like, she fluffs me, and then she takes a couple photos, and then she's like, "Well, I can't, I can't leave this. I can't, I can't just leave you like this." And she finished you off. She finished me off. Oh my god, this, she's awesome. And, and then she said, "Can you sign this part? Because that'll be the autograph under underneath your picture." And I never saw her again. So somewhere in Dallas, Texas. There's the a picture uh, of my dong. She got a mouthful. <laughs> I wonder. I don't remember her name. That is you don't great. need to know her name. Oh, who cares? I don't even know your name. Oh my god! You should write uh, it with it me. Like, I don't even know. You know it sounds like a new song. I know that. Wow, Joe. Oh that's yeah, awesome. definitely a new headline. I know there is. Is anything else you want to get to? There's a lot of them. I'm going to stay here for hours until. So this is good. I don't know. I got a list of questions here. We only talked slightly about how you started in CrossFit and then a little bit on nutrition. Um, we we got a little racy there, and I appreciated it. I loved it. I'm looking forward to having you on the show again, number one. Yeah. Um, but aside from the 85 pounds of specific fat that you lost, what are some other accomplishments you got going on? In the fitness? In the fitness world. Well, yeah, we're well, having, uh, during that time, I got... Because I, I want to I go in a different direction. that pissed me off? He's got his... I got a bar muscle before he did, but he's got both of them now. He's yeah, got I got a ring muscle. and a bar muscle. Which, how, old, how old are you? I'm almost 50. I'll be yeah, 50 in March. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but I want to... Isn't I wanna, that part of the great part about CrossFit, though, like to get those compliments yeah. at your age? But I want to defend this, though. Ever. Like, I want to defend this because Joe technically had a ring muscle up, but... Which uh, Joe? Ring muscle this up is Joe. easier. This oh, Joe. no, 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 but him, though. The ring muscle Joe. up is easier. I agree. I agree. Way and easier. the one opportunity to instruct it Joe executed it, boom, flawlessly. But he couldn't fully lock out because we were on some bullshit rig at the YMCA, oh, and he would have cracked his nugget. Um, mm-hmm. No, but I'm saying, like, it's... I, I kind of want to spit the weight of, like, is that great, though? At I think that's part of the CrossFit, though. Do you ever think at 30-year-olds you'd be able to do something like that? Yeah, no. I mean, I never did anything like that when I was an athlete when I was younger. But and that's what, the, the what thing, I... That, what I really loved about my journey in CrossFit and it's not always just about the CrossFit accomplishments being able to do something like that or learning how to do a double under wall walks all these challenging things that I think I wouldn't be able to do can I go up and do muscle ups all the time no but yeah, I can but I you've done them though. You've I've done, done them. them you know but uh, the other thing is that I never really liked running like I always, oh. I only ran in football because Amen. Is that CrossFit, right? Newman? <laughs> um, <laughs> but then during the pandemic I decided well right before the pandemic I decided one day I'm like, I'm going to run a half marathon. My oh. friend's like, well, run a ma- half marathon. And, and this is beginning of July. And he's like, well, when, I'm like, when's the ma- half marathon? He's like, August 13th. I'm like, I got five weeks. I'm like, I don't know. And I went to Ed from, and I'm like, Ed, do you think I could do this? And, and he's like, a, I don't think you'd be ready. I need a six-pick abs when I go across that finish line. And he goes, and then the next day he sends me this PDF of like, here's your running schedule. You're going to run the half marathon. So he trained me, and I, I got prepped for a half marathon in six weeks. Up to that point, I had never even run a 5K. So I went from, I ran a 5K like that. How week. many years of CrossFit to do that? Uh, at that point, it was three years. So, so I had the engine. Cardiovascularly. Uh, that was no problem for you, right? No. But like the muscular endurance piece of it, because that's exactly. easily two hours. Well, when you, yeah, it was. It was. I did two hours, and it was a flat course. So it was super easy, 
And I did two hours. Because I'll tell you what minutes. wasn't fucking easy, and that was the mountain goat. Oh, oh God damn it. I was just going to say that. Okay. Mountain goat <laughs> is not. That was harder than the half marathon. You did the mountain goat? Yeah, I've done the mountain goat. Okay, so I'm going to cut him off. He can tell his side of the story. So we had about 10 clients doing the mountain goat. They're all runners. I'm going to do the mountain goat, but I'm not going to run. For training, I'm gonna just do squats every day. Squats over in he April. Did, he redid squats over. Um, I don't oh. think we should have had Bonzo CrossFit on his shirt that day. Um, he should have <laughs> <I finished. laughs> He should have had CrossFit right. Syracuse. Yeah. I <laughs> never, did. I never stopped running. Number one, yes, Let's, I was gray. I looked like I was dying. Yeah. I part of me did die that day. Um, but I did. I only ran four or five times. Uh, my biggest, my the whole training, the whole, the whole training, training yeah. session. Right, I ran a mile. I ran a mile. I was running at like an eight. We, well, pace. we'll call it a scientific experiment. It was. It was a bad well, one. Well, the thing, <laughs> the thing in CrossFit. If you're doing CrossFit all the time, you have the engine. Yep. There's the engine there, and you also have the mentality to be able to push yourself through really tough. But two hours situations. is past a CrossFit. Well, I went. It is, uh, but I mean, I you, did it in a hundred minutes. I did it in a hundred minutes. Solid. And I tell you what, I did nine miles solid. That last mile. <laughs> oh, dude. That last listen, mile. Listen, man. he comes up. I'm like, "Where's Ben? Where's Ben?" Like, oh, and then he did. I not, like. I consider Ben one of the fittest guys I know, and he looked gray. Gray. <laughs> <laughs> all the blood, his blood and soul left his body. <laughs> but I, I think that's what CrossFit has taught me is like. I don't go to uncomfortable places, and now I'm always challenging myself to, like, well, during the pandemic, I ran more, and then I was like, well, I'm going to do the mountain goal. I'm going to do 5Ks. How fast can I do a 5K? I did a 5K, and I did it in 20, 25, That's great. That's, awesome. That's really Dude, great. That's it awesome. was uncomfortable, and I ran with Ed. Ed That's an old man shuffle. Ed, Ed Trained me. Dude, <laughs> I just did one in 34 minutes. It wasn't that bad. Because no, that's, that's a shovel. Dude, that's great. That's, 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 that's a solid 34 minutes. Listen, yeah. He's talking to you like you're uh, uh, an art person. Do you realize how how very few people in this world actually run a 5K? <laughs> oh, you wiped your life? ass today. I have three of them coming in the next four weeks, five weeks, guys. Whatever. But I, I did one with Ed, and he pushed me to get that Yeah, but that this, is the bull, this is the bullshit, right? One day, he decides to run, and we get it. It's it's a he's 12, like, 13 minute mile. No big deal. He's learning how to run. And he's literally learning how to run as a person who weighs 230 pounds yeah, as yeah. a person as opposed to a person that weighs 340 yeah, pounds. And you, in that and you don't yeah. have you never had experience of like how to run pacing arm he, movement yeah. all the other stuff. All right, come on, you encourage him. So it. after Stop it. after after several <laughs> months of run training, he decides I want to get faster at it. And he does. He goes from 12 to 11 to 11 to 10. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he runs a fucking eight and a half minute mile and hasn't done it since. And I, I want to know why. I, I want to know why. Because well, his arms Vacations why. His arms I got, stopped myself. His arms got too big. No. Let's be honest. Let me, let me uh, tell you something. I'm in gear right now. I've got to run. i got a big one. On, i got a big one on Saturday. By Saturday, I'll run. And by that, he means a guy. I'm gonna run a it big again. Guy, nine, a big guy. I'll run it nine minutes by Friday. Friday, I'll run that nine. Minutes. That's fine. I know because I'm gonna. I know I'm push gonna. you otherwise. Well, he's been so driving. They've both been driving me for two days, like <laughs> calling me bitch every five minutes because I'm trying. Uh, it's motivation. I'll be honest with you. It is motivation. What do you call it, bros? Bro science. Bro science. Fuck me in the head today. <laughs> and I just, I got in my car and I drove back and I'm like, I like today wasn't today wasn't fucking easy. Today was not easy at all. And I no, got, 250 I thought, feet of handstand walking. Guess, we're it wasn't hard, no. No, but I'm just trying. I'm not. I didn't say I didn't try, but yes, I did fall off the map from August 
You came eight August. times. That's because it was a I, weird month. I was on vacation. I was out of town. You were town. learning how to recycle school. out of state. I was, I was learning I was, how to get this podcast. Yeah, and the other thing is, you, your body actually needs that break once in a while. Well, the, it, you know, but <laughs> I, I, I tell him. Yeah, I tell him that. Well, I told him that if he like for this challenge, if you eat donuts after nine o'clock, they don't count. They don't count. He wants me to get a wax. I'm not getting a wax. He's getting waxed. I'm telling you, I'm such a psycho, and everybody in this building knows I'm a psycho. Once I'm programmed, once I did last night, did some fruit prep. I once I'm programmed, it'll be probably by the beginning of the week. I'm you're not going to stop me. I'm going to fucking go harder. <laughs> See, you're ta- you're taking the mentality that used to have like being able. What well, hey, I'm going to party the hardest, or yeah. I'm going to drink the most, or yeah. you're gonna, it, th- those mentalities that you had, and you're just refocusing on. Okay, stuff so that's, that's actually what I want to bring. Do you think you have an addictive personality? Absolutely. Now that's what I do. He does it over effect. We all do. And I think that's what CrossFit translates to because then that becomes your addiction well it does it is. It, it, it's a great it's a way better addiction than the other things that you yeah. have okay. you, you but you also have to you, be careful obviously you party a lot with coke and stuff like yeah, that yeah I've, I've had I, all my we stuff all did it, right. like that in the past and uh, isn't that like a is a transfer over to that it does, and, but then you also have to be careful because you can also use fitness and your food and your tracking, and it could be all consuming. All consuming. It, it could actually keep you avoiding. Your really, really you could, you're going to be doing the same things. You're basically using the drugs and the alcohol to avoid shit that you got to deal with. Fitness is a great way to do that, but it's or, or get yourself in shape. But it also can be a way of doing the same fucking thing that the <laughs> coke and the drinking and everything else. Yeah. Was. So you have to be careful in this. So the best too. cocaine you ever had, where was that? Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> you answered that so fast. fast. Shut Boom. up. You answered that so fast. The fucking god. He's like, take and me I've back. Had, I've up. had this conversation because you would you're like face you're, you're figure like, oh, I'm in Texas. You're yeah. like closer. Yeah. No, I was in Madison, Wisconsin. We're on tour of Mushroom Head, and Chucky Love, our tour manager, is like, Chucky Listen. Love. <laughs> so that's the best name for a tour manager. No, he's awesome. I love Chucky Love. So Chuck, Chucky's like, we get done with the show, and we're playing a place called the Annex. He's like, man, there's. There's a guy I can get some pretty good shit from. I'm like, dude, we're in Madison. It's been stepped on 35. We're in Madison. There's no way. He's like, well, the guy says it's pretty good. It's decent. I'm like, whatever. Just go get it. So he gets it. And I'm like, he's cuts up a little bit. I'm like, dude, no, this is going to be crap. He just laid down a monster. And I did it. And then I'm like, all right, that's not bad. And I walk upstairs to go in the bar. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, uh, this, I, I, I was like this. Shut up. I'm fucking. Oh, is that good? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm Are you serious? I was up against the wall. I was gacked so bad that I was like, I couldn't speak. There's something else. There's stop. something else in this. No, 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 it was. No, it was no but just, you're saying yourself. There's something else in this. There's something else. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm, <laughs> everything was numb. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm Chucky. That was really, Chucky's like, Chucky. Chucky, that was really good. And he's like, dude. And Chucky's like, Chucky's already going. We should buy a boat. We should buy a boat. <laughs> he's like, we should go to chewing. New York. I'm like, dude. And there's and there's fans coming up trying to talk to me, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, That's what? Amazing. He goes, and Chucky's like, what do you need? What do you need? I'm like, just go get. I need a pack of Newports. A, 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 a pint of a <laughs> pint a, a pint of Jack Daniels. So he comes back with a pint of like almost all Jack Daniels. And you just chugged it, and I just chugged it because I'm like, I gotta eat. Gotta, I gotta you gotta equalize. Even I gotta you gotta equalize. even out. You gotta even oh, out. And then like five minutes later, finally like. Came in, I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> and then we see the guy that we bought. I'm like, we're like, where'd you get? And he's like, 
Mexico, bro. No, oh my god, I'm like, I almost like, had a heart attack. No, it'd been better. better if he goes Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you this: the last time <laughs> I, I saw Chucky Love about two years, about a year and a half ago. <laughs> I think I saw. I think it was. I was at one of. Oh, so you, my know, you know Chucky Love. I know Chucky Love, but oh. I was at my heaviest. Chucky Love comes out of nowhere. I'm like, hey man, how you? I'm seeing like, He's like, dude, how you been? He's like, wow, you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what did you say? He's like, holy crap, dude, my you're best really friend, fat. Man. <laughs> you know, remember, one of my best friends. Do you remember friends, like? Man. Do you remember the no, no homo, no homo? So it's like. <laughs> Bro says, bro says. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard. Well, yeah, Mad- Madison, Wisconsin, and, and, and that's I, amazing, dude. That's amazing. It's so, not a not that. an answer you thought it would happen, but but he also said he's like, man, it's a big college town. Like, why does he got such good stuff? And he's like, this is a huge you know, college you know, town. You know how much that's getting chopped? You know how much that's getting chopped down for the college yeah, oh, kids? Yeah. Like, oh my like, god! You know, like your band and all. And I'm like, dude. And he's like, you want any more? I'm like, dude. I I don't know. If, no. No. I'm good. Dude, I, th- I, I did enough. Listen, listen, we're at. Uh, I did enough. You said no, and then like an hour later, like, where's yeah, that guy? Then, <laughs> no, it was like 10 more minutes, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Then the Jack amazing. Daniels kicked in, and then I started feeling drunk. I'm like, oh, uh, we need yeah, more of that. Amazing, dude. Sing okay. us a song. Just yeah, go. Yeah, go. Do you have one more question? <laughs> I do. This one's not going to be nearly as serious. This one's going <laughs> to. I need to know from oh, an insider. We're serious now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get serious after cocaine. I figured people would either cut out at this point, but I need to know from Speaking the of cocaine. somebody who's uh, obviously a CFS strong member, right? Yeah. Like you've been there a long time. Yeah. How's it like knowing that one of the head coaches has opened a brand new affiliate? Does it change the atmosphere? What well, it did. I mean, well, here's the thing, and I'll, I'll say the good side of it. From your opinion, from my opinion, Pat, who opened CrossFit Loop. It, that was the natural progression for him to do it. Pat was well, well, why is it the natural progression? Because he was kind of out living that place. He's that good of a coach. Is he really? Yeah. He's, I've heard of this He's like a, a, a savant when it comes to like being able to coach. And like at some point, you're going to grow to the point. And Pat started there when he's really young. And now he's gotten to a point. And it's like, well, he's reached the ceiling. He's never going to own the place. He's only going to be able to get make so much. So it's like it's only a natural progression for him of someone of his caliber to want to own his own gym on a business level and to be able to have more control yeah. over what he wants to do with his programming and everything like that. Because he does his own programming. Oh, absolutely, yeah. man. And, 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 and Pat, you're not going to find one a better coach around. I mean, that dude will sit there and look at you. And so when, it com- when it comes, he could, he could describe like a, a, a clean and jerk to you with all the mechanics with your eyes closed and you would understand it. That's how much so of we understanding just, he uh, has. Might be interesting to you is we have what's his face coming in. Stephen like, so Cohen. He's the Olympic coach. Oh, he's okay. coming here. For awesome. the United States Olympic yeah, yeah. Weightlifting yeah, he's coming here. To do a, a, a out to our like uh, session. Right. I mean, I, he'll, and break, I, he'll break down here. And I don't want to. I don't. I'm. I'm happy for Pat. It, it, but anytime someone leaves a gym, especially someone that's been a part of that, because I don't want to really want to go into like the dirty side of things because I have my opinions. But I don't. My thing is, is like. It, Someone to leave and go do something like that, it's never going to be pretty. You're never going to be like, yeah, I want you to go open up a, your own gym down so the street. So with that being said. Like, you know, you don't want that. But at the I don't same know. time, you're, you're, that dude, Dan, who owns CrossFit, said to me the day that happened, he's like, listen, he goes, I can't fault him for doing what he did. And he goes, honestly, that dude was the hardest worker I've ever had. Yeah. And he goes, that's, he's, well, he's going cool above that, and that's, beyond. That's cool that that's what his attitude was. Because it should be that. Well, it is. I mean, but there's the guy obviously... Outgrew, no, the guy outgrew his position. Because did, I didn't have the same experience. Because you had that thing. I didn't have the same experience. Now, I don't know if you know my story. 
But you were at, he was at core. He was at core. You were at core with Sean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That it, guy. It kind of happened. With and him. I and I I know I I I knew Sean because Sean was actually before he went and started. He was actually coached for a little while at Salt City. Yep. Back in 2011, oh, really? 2012. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, because he was fresh out of college. He's and ten I, years I did, younger. I than didn't me. really. I didn't dislike him. I just didn't get along with him. <laughs> so That's okay. That's a common. Like that's a common theme. But uh, unbelievably, he's smart. knowledgeable. He's a smart guy. Yeah. He went to school for kinesiology. He's yeah. not dumb. Um, you're a dumb business person. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't feel bad about that. I've got very. Butter what do you think feeling. about the bus? Buses. <laughs> but I was My in a similar sucks. situation where I was. Um, I was really we'll say a uh, positional figurehead in a community and it was my goal to have a similar dream as Pat's and here we are living it now um, but to the point was without ah, I'm just going to ask right was it in the cover of darkness did did Dan oh, know about this no they didn't know about it. he dropped it he dropped oh he, he did a pipe bomb. bomb he's a pipe bomb so, cause, no. I mean because that well, was I mean how do you I mean oh, shit how do you do that like hey I'm going to think I'm going to open my engine because in the gym world if you know you're going to lose someone you'll fire them right on the spot because exactly. you don't want them to start, start freaking but I would do the same thing. Your gym. I would do the same thing. Absolutely. But, but he did do it in the shadow of darkness for for a, a number of time. And, and I mean, like, listen, I'm. I, I, now I know he, that he's got investors. He's got investors. But there was one person in particular. I don't know if you know this. We can say it off record. I'll say it all out. His name is Robert Ledesma. Is he an investor? I don't know if he's an investor. Oh okay, God, this is great. but I but I know I know I know Rob. You know Bobby, yeah. Bobby Ledez. Yeah, and we and him and I, I loved. He was a good. He's workout a great partner. guy. I I great really workout really, really like Bobby, um, or his name is Robert. Yeah, and and Roberto, Roberto, Roberto. But I'm just gonna say on the record that he actually approached me years ago to be a partner. And oh, so he might be. I know that there's. I know some of the other people, but I'm sure that because Pat couldn't have done that on his own. Well, this is just a hard subject for me because I was excommunicated from Core because Sean caught wind of the idea yeah. that I wanted to do this. <laughs> yeah. I don't but it, care. But he did. He did do it in the shadow, and and that was what caused the like. You know, there was a. I received division. a phone call eight hours later. You're fired. Yeah. I didn't even get the courtesy of the face to face that I gave Sean. So, and I have no problem saying this on air, um, which is why I'm just curious. Like, I, I need to know because I, number one, promote the fact that there's another gym. CrossFit oh. went from 14. Oh, you went to the issue results for I did. I went over to CrossFit Loop. I congratulated him, shook his hand, right. gave him a T-shirt. I said, dude, I'm proud of you. I don't even know you. But I actually have, um, I'm, uh, I'm affiliated with a hunting camp up north, and yeah. his cousins are my yeah, from closest friends. Yeah. yeah. And so just by association, we're really, we know each other, but inadvertently. So I commended him, and I think that um, another affiliate is a healthy thing. No, it is for and, the and, city and, of Syracuse. And, and Dan would say this, and I'll, I'll quote him: "Is that he's like I listen. There's certain things about it that I didn't really like how it went down, but he goes, we need like that to be able to help, <laughs> help push us. Shut up! <laughs> it's going too All long. Right. It's going so too long. Oh, we'll that, have to do a part two sometime. Joe, I would love it. Let's in a couple of weeks get you back here. Or Joe, you're, you're Joe you have so many stories. I'm, a, I'm I we're over an hour. Everyone's gonna get the kids home. But with that, we always say, "See you next Tuesday," and then we do two claps at the end. So, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Two claps. Thanks, Thank Joe. you, Joe. Thank Joe, you're, you're awesome. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> wow. That was the best one we've ever done. I had a lot of fun. This could have gone for till nine I mean, o'clock. Yeah, I've had podcasts, but they're not. Oh, yeah. And I get going. So I gotta ask you. Um, I know that I met you back in like 2006 in the uh, Soft Tip Dart League. 
Oh, yeah. Mug shots. Mug shots. Did you play in that league? No, 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 no. Because there was a guy that used to punch the dartboard all the time when he got missed, when he missed. And I, for some reason, I always thought it was Joe. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think that was Steve no, that was Bone. No, I did. I think that was Steve Bone. He was a great. It was, it, was he a, That's okay. So am I. You're not. Why? I heard the phone call. She's not. You're not special. We're all in trouble. Oh, thank you. I'm a fun guest. I, I got so many stories. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I, 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 I disrespect that any question. Oh, no, absolutely. I, um, I mean, I, I, I mean, here's the thing. I, I'm happy for Pat. I just wish it went down better. Sure. But then again, like, how do you, how do, you do that and have it well, because be better? Well, because legitimately, right, like probably 50, 60 members left. No, maybe not that many. No. Like 30, 40. Okay. But they, we knew those people, we could guarantee, we're like, yep, those people are going to go. They're loyal to Pat. They're, that was Pat's thing. But honestly, it's okay. I mean, it was, it was, I think the hardest thing on Dan and Ellen was they just put everything they had into expanding the gym. You know, so it was like, we just, this huge expansion. Well, they're committed to that space, right? They're not anticipating leaving. No, other no. Other than buying that building. Other than buying, but, but. With us having camp, we gained more than that. But the, honestly, the camp portion of our gym now is busier than the CrossFit. Well, I will say this. CrossFit is a niche community. It, it is. It is um, and if it's not done appropriately, it can be downright intimidating. Oh, it is. And I know, I don't know, I was like, here, I don't need to sell you on why we do it. But, you know, we break everything down into five professions. So you get to one of those. Today was handstand walking. Yeah. So it started from the floor uh, on, her, on her chest, and we got upside down. Yeah, and that's um, what we do. That I mean, that's my main coach there is Sarah Stetson. I know who she 